0: If you're a real estate agent and you're tired of cold calling, door knocking, and spending money on ads, then subscribe to this podcast. We discuss leveraging the power of YouTube for your real estate business and how these strategies earned us over one million dollars in GCI our first year in real estate. My name is Levi Lasic, and my partner is Travis Plum. Let's get started. All right, well, let's get started. So uh, this is Passive Prospecting, YouTube for Real Estate, and we are talking about how to supercharge your fourth quarter. Uh, And guess what? Well, we're in fourth quarter of 2023. Surprise, it's already here. Can you believe that? And that's uh, that's what happens. You start the year, and the next thing you know, it's over. And they just seem to go by faster and faster each and every year, and that's why really planning and getting ahead of everything is very key, especially right now. I mean, we already started last month. Uh, I think August is usually a good time frame where we start looking at real estate conferences and video marketing conferences for the next year. So 2024, most of those are going to be posted up and available. We want to look at what are we interested in in attending? Uh, are, do, do we have opportunities to speak? Have we have we uh, been invited anywhere which by the way I was really looking forward to a quiet fourth quarter is what I was hoping for but of course we have to we're speaking at expcon twice uh, first week of October and then two weeks later got invited to DC for an event Washington DC so okay all right first two weeks in October I'll take that can I have the rest of the year nope. Uh, just got invited to Hawaii in December. <laughs> so, uh, now, I'm a little torn on Hawaii because, number one, uh, that's it, it's December 1st, by the way, which is cool. It's on the Big Island, which I've never been to the Big Island before. Uh, actually, can you pick pen- The Big
1: Island's amazing.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't oh, been Oh, it's there. so much fun. Okay. I think that's
1: my favorite island.
0: Okay, cool. Well, maybe it might be worth the trip then. So... Uh, actually, can you uh, post up there, Chrissy, can you go to book prospecting? passive oh, yeah, prospecting? No, sure. actually, I'll put, I'll put no, don't do that. Uh, that one's not up yet. It's supposed to be. So that's fine. We can I don't know
1: why it's not showing the picture yet, but
0: oh, it has it'll its, pop up there in a minute. It has its days. Um, <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, the Big Island. I don't know Hawaii is it's just it's just a long trip and a massive time zone change, and and it's really expensive over there. Is the Big Island as expensive as, yeah? I'm sure it is. I mean, it's just it's
1: very expensive. I will say the snorkeling on the Big Island was some of the best that I've ever done. So I mean the the nature interactions that I had, especially on the volcanic side, mm, very 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 good.
0: Yeah. So okay. Well, it could be worth it. Um, could be worth it. So we'll see. All right. Well, I could handle that in December. So I don't know. We'll, we'll, I don't know if we're going to kind of ratchet down conferences next year. I think it's really going to depend on invitations. Um, so I don't know if we're going to be as proactive as we have been. I think this is something I posted this morning on Instagram is that I just closed, uh, just closed on my second multifamily unit. So it's 320 units. Uh, the first one I did was 63 units. So now up to 383 units, and you know that's what I, I kind of posted on Instagram this morning was the the last couple of years, you know, starting out this YouTube journey, we've invested everything back into skills and advertising. You know, to you know to grow and expand through advertising, you're going to grow. Uh, on at least what we're doing on the educational side. Um, we, ha- we still have not spent a penny on ads uh, for the real estate YouTube channel. And I still believe that's the best way organically to, to grow and uh, just give it time. Uh, the thing is, is that as soon as you run ads on there, it's going to skew it. I know like our passive prospecting YouTube channel uh, because we started out running ads on there because growing um, a real estate audience or educational audience organically, I knew that was going to be really, really difficult and take a long time, you know, and so you can, of course you can supercharge that with ads, but I do believe that skews all the long form content now. I mean, if we publish any long form content, uh, even shorts, it's just, it's, it's, um, it's 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 just skewed i can't you know it's hard to really kind of measure because the the ads will get you views and subscribers but is it the right views and the right subscribers that's that's the question so you know we we know uh from running that on that side that uh, you can't you just can't tell what is organic growth i mean it doesn't tell you youtube doesn't break that out on uh, is this organic or paid you know organic subscriber or paid subscriber or coming from an ad or or the source or where that's that's happening. So it's just uh, it is what it is, but that's okay. so but the first two years of our business, the last two and a half years, we've invested everything back in skills ourselves, which is through um, a- attending conferences. A lot of these conferences we've gone to have been for our own educational purposes but it's been also to meet people develop relationships and and uh, uh, you know just to increase our own knowledge because if you if you know the story like we started out brand new into real estate so we didn't come into YouTube with an 8 10 15 year uh, understanding of the industry as a real estate agent so of course like I've always said I, I've been in Dallas for 20 plus years so I know Dallas and that's ultimately what really attracted people to, the, the YouTube channel was my knowledge of Dallas, not my knowledge of being a real estate agent. So I wouldn't worry about that, we, the amount of your knowledge. I think if you have 5, 10, 15 years in the business, then really you should you should have no problem starting a channel. You should have no problem talking about the market. You should have no problem talking about your areas. You should know it a lot more thoroughly from even me. Like I, I know Dallas because I've lived here for the last 20 years, but I haven't scoured the town as a real estate agent. You know, I haven't bought and sold property in every little nook and cranny of the area. I haven't uh, been down um, a, a lot of the back streets and the back roads of, of you know, these different suburbs or in and out of these suburbs. So uh, even though I knew Dallas, I knew it from the macro level versus the micro level. And I think if you're coming in with two, three, four, five, ten 10 years experience as an agent, you should know your area uh, to the, in the micro level. And so macro and the micro. And so I, I would think that would make making content way easier than even what what I faced. So but, you know, time and time again, people tell us that this is one of their favorite things about having a YouTube channel is it forces them to research. So even people that have been in their market for five, 10 or 15 years are learning new things about their city, about their suburbs, about their neighborhoods, because they're really digging in, right? They want to give good information. They want to find out, uh, you know, add value to that video. And so they're finding out things. They're like, I didn't even know this, you know, was in my own backyard or my own neighborhood or this suburb or, I, you know, these, the, these hidden gems or these facts and all kinds of stuff. So this is a, a real opportunity to, to, to dig in and embrace, that part of it where a lot of people may not be too keen on the research or <laughs> excited about doing it. I'm not really a big research person, but it I do feel like I know my material a lot better, especially whenever I, I read about it and research it. And and, and it's just something that uh, you go back to school or you know a job or anything that you've had where you've had to present something hopefully you took a little time and studied it. And that made you a lot more comfortable versus just going up there and winging it. So I would never recommend that. But if you had to do any type of presentation at work or school or um, you know some sort of position you're in, I'm assuming you did some sort of research around it. and uh, you know, and you gave a better presentation, you gave better information. And so that's what we're doing on video, really. We just don't have an audience sitting directly in front of us. The audience is on the other side of the camera. The audience is on the other side of a computer watching YouTube. And so we want to keep that in mind and deliver the best value possible. And to do that, it's best to do some research, you know, ahead of time on there. So you know now, Staying ahead of the curve, we're thinking about, okay, fourth quarter's coming up. What are the challenges that fourth quarter present? Well, transactions are down, period, regardless of wherever you're at, whatever market you're in. And what happens to transactions even more in fourth quarter? Well, they go down. But guess where uh, people are at? Uh, they're more on social media at that time, right? Schools back in, uh, holidays are happening. So now this is an opportunity where you have, uh, you know, sometimes we see views flutter, or it could even go down during summertime, as we know, people are just out and about more taking their family vacations, uh, you know, spending time outdoors, you know, not necessarily indoors on the phone, watching stuff. But, but now we think about it. uh, Plus, if we look at cyclical markets anyways, in real estate, we know that the fourth quarter is usually uh, one of the slower times. Now, we still buy and sell homes uh, quite a bit because of our presence and our visibility on YouTube. That's definitely helped us out over the last couple of years. <clears throat> I mean, we wouldn't have made it through last year if we didn't have a YouTube channel. So even though we were starting to build up our referral business and, and you know started to work on some LSAs and things like that, then uh, still uh, we did a, a significant amount of business through fourth quarter when when interest rates had doubled uh, you know it seemed like everybody had left the market but because we stayed visible and increased content at that time you know it just got us the eyeballs we needed to to work through that and and have a a, a solid fourth quarter Probably wasn't the best fourth quarter uh, wasn't as good as the year before but it was enough and what we needed to to you know, sustain us through. So, so here we are. Uh, we had a good summer, and <clears throat> and now we're looking at fourth quarter, and we want to start thinking about what type of content do we want to make for fourth quarter? What's coming up? Uh, we want to look at holidays. I mean, we want to think about this: that Halloween, and eh, not really a big deal, but November, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. You know, publishing Thanksgiving Day, publishing Christmas Day. You know these days that people are definitely home and watching their phone even though football may be on guess what a lot of people watch football now and then look at their phones at the same time allow me to take a quick break to remind you that we have very important links in the description below if you want the full story of how we closed over 1 million in commissions our first year and over 2.3 million in commissions our second year check out the first link also you have the link to our number one amazon best-selling book passive prospecting last if you enjoy this podcast and you're a giving person, leave a five star review, please. Now back to the episode. We know that transactions go down in fourth quarter. They're already down this year, regardless. But we know they start to uptick in January. So these are the times you want to start, uh, you know, thinking about that content, preparing for content for 2024 as well. So this is the time that uh, you know, if you want to add dates onto your video, if you start publishing in November and December, you could add. 2024 in that title and uh, just to draw a little attention to how new and how fresh that is but also think about your filming opportunities are you going to be filming indoors outdoors I mean right now we've been you know we've been doing uh, quite a few vlogs uh, you know revamping those out in the neighborhoods and uh, because well summertime right everything's green although it's really hot Uh, But we haven't been able to film the last three weeks either. Alex was gone (laughs) for uh, a couple of weeks, and then he took his summer vacation. And, you know, and then uh, we had something come up on Friday. But, you know, we've done some office videos, and now we start thinking about uh, what are we going to move into now. We're fortunate here in Texas. We're going to have good weather, you know, pretty much through December. And we'll... We usually keep our leaves through december our leaves usually fall off in january um january february so they'll be they'll start changing colors probably october and they'll stay on they hang on for october november usually december and then they're uh, around that time they start to go so all that time i prefer not to film too much outside during winter uh, but we do get sunny days and sometimes it's necessary to do that I just like it when the grass is green, the trees are full, uh, or changing colors. If it's spring, everything's sprouting, uh, flowers, I mean, that's a, that's, a, that's a great time. I think fall is a beautiful time to film, especially if you're on the east coast and the northern areas where you get really interesting, uh, you know, color changes, things like that. I'd be capturing as much drone footage as possible. Uh, During that time as well, so you could always use that later on but just something to highlight The the beauty of your areas. Excuse me for a second So these are types of things you want to start thinking about and then you know What can you squeeze in outdoors as much as possible over the next couple of months because uh, some of you if you live up north And it's going to turn into a snow apocalypse, uh, you know, by December and January and February. And you typically uh, now that does make for some good filming opportunities as well uh, with the snow. So I'm not saying you can't do it, but just depends on the conditions you want to be in and, and, you know, things you want to do. I think highlighting fall, winter, snow, leave changing, all those types of things are great to highlight in the background of your videos and especially to really show the diversity and the uh, the seasons and what's going on and what people can expect, you know, different times of the year in your area. So I'm not saying you cut out all outside areas, but at the same time, if I'm in Canada or something and there's 10 feet of snow on the ground for two months in a row, that I may make one video about that, right? It's not, I don't know if you, you're not probably gonna go out and do neighborhood tours every, every week, 10 feet of snow so you want to start thinking about hey this is a good time to revamp uh some videos for 2024 even i mean you could you could do all new pros and cons videos again if you want you could do cost of living i mean uh think about inflation (laughs) right now uh that that's seems to be up and down up significantly last year so you know things if they are coming down and they say inflation's getting back to they well it's not but uh, you know, getting back to somewhat normal, well, everything's still high-priced. It's, um, it's interesting. I did a, well it's probably been two years now. I did a cost of living video, but I actually went to like three different grocery stores. And that was really interesting to see. I went to uh, one of the really, really inexpensive grocery stores. And I went to, where did I go? The other one, um, like a Kroger, Tom Thumb or something. And then I went to a Whole Foods. And it's kind of been string. I just walked in the, one store, looked at same thing like eggs, bread, peanut butter, mm, coffee. I don't know, just milk, different things like that. Come, said, hey, here's the prices here at this really, really uh, no name brand grocery store uh, in a you know different area of Dallas. That's interesting. So, and then I'm like, okay, let's go to the Kroger, and then let's go to Whole Foods. It was interesting to see. I think Whole Foods was cheaper on one item. That was it. But of course, you know, a little bit more expensive. But it was interesting to see the price changes on on the different products. So, you know, what is, what is the actual price of things going in there now? You don't even have to... Uh, take your camera in the store but I did I just did some b-roll and and talked about it a little bit and and uh, you know so you could do an update on cost of living cost of living 2024 pros and cons 2024 Uh, these types of things that you can do in the office and and uh, revamp for the next year so a lot of people will a lot of people will just retitle or change the year and we've done that before if we have a pros and cons 2023 we just change it to 2024 and it's uh and it works you know now the funny thing is is I've seen like pros and cons 2023 and then it says film three years ago you know on some other channels and you can get away with that that's at some point but uh I think if you really are looking for some content ideas you want to do some updates you've gotten better you've gotten more comfortable on camera then why not why not do a new batch in November that would be ideal time probably November record um, some new pros and cons videos and get those published in December for 2024 get ahead of the curve right Um, start coming out with something like that so that could be an opportunity to start working on those or you may just want to wait till January uh, February if if you are in a northern area that does get a lot of snow and you know you're going to be hunkered down for you know most of it not that you're completely blocked in but you know these types of things you just want to think about and consider but uh, if you've got good weather for the next couple of months I'd be stocking up uh, on as much outdoor footage as possible neighborhood tours if you're doing those uh, you know these types of things are really crucial for uh, coming into fourth quarter but then also Start planning. I mean, really, your January starts today. You know, so when you're thinking about your real estate business as a whole, you need to be looking at who's in the pipeline, right? Who's coming up to surface, and and really the content you're publishing today is going to get you the business, you know, in two or three months from now. Um, so this is something else that that you want to start planning for for Q1 right now. And it's always a good rule of thumb is to plan your next quarter a quarter ahead minimum. And, you know, we kind of look at things like that. Uh, You know, some very successful people will say that your day starts the night before. And I do believe that. But if you're depending on that 100%, you've already, you've lost at some point there because your day should start the night before, but your week should start the week before, your month, the month before, quarter, the quarter before, year, the year before. So like I said, last month, we're already looking at, uh, you know marketing conferences video marketing conferences real estate conferences we should also be looking at vacations if you put these things at the macro level on your calendar the, you'll they'll happen right if you say look i've got to take a vacation i've got to take some time off i've got to take a week here or a week there or or a week over here and a week over there put it on your calendar as much in advance as possible, because what you do is you will work around it. Same thing with conferences. It's the reason we're able to attend as many conferences as we have is because we put them on the calendar, they're already planned out, and we work around them. They just become, it becomes a non-negotiable. So, you know, our business doesn't shut down. It doesn't stop. Leads don't stop coming in. That's the beauty of passive prospecting through YouTube is that no matter what you're doing, leads can still come in as long as you position your channel correctly. So does that mean I have to double up on content a couple of days before? Yeah, possibly, but that's the beauty of it. So these are the things that I wanna start planning, but your quarter definitely starts the quarter before, and since we're uh, at the start of Q4 right now, you should be planning for, you shouldn't be planning for Q4, I know that, you should be planning for Q1, but you should also be looking at next year. And that would have been ideal last month, but that's okay. You still got time. Uh, Look at those types of things, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish and get them on the calendar. What really helps me out is I have a full year calendar on my wall. I can look at it right now and see a snapshot of the whole year. It's divided up into quarters. So I can easily see Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4, and trips are on there. All right. Scheduled out. So um, and now we we'll, we've already erased the first three quarters and already put up there the first three quarters of next year and have, you know, things on the calendar and we'll work around that. And that's the, that's the cool thing about it. When somebody asks me, Hey, can you come December 1st and go to Hawaii, <laughs> you know, for a, a speaking event? I'm like, okay, cool. Well, all I have to do is look at my calendar. Number one. Oh, I'm open. Okay. Now. Here's the other thing, December 1st, that's on a weekend. Okay, really cool. All right, so if I go to Hawaii, could I plan a little trip around that? Yeah, why not? Stay a couple of extra days. If you're gonna fly that far, why not stay an extra two, three days at a minimum? So maybe we turn it into a nice little five-day getaway and, you know, and knock that out. Uh,
2: okay all right
0: and so I just looked at my calendar and I thought there was a conflict but that's in November uh, okay so you know these types of things you want to start looking at right now and uh, Chrissy anything else you want to add in there as far as uh, Q4 planning
1: well, and I would just say anytime that you're setting something up in your business, create a process out of it. That's one thing we've really focused on this year and man, it's made such a difference for us. Um, whether, you know, you're, you want to create processes for your video process, for your editing process, however you're doing that, um, your goal setting, if you have a team, some of the processes that you use to be able to make things simple that way, that will set you up for a really successful quarter four. If you can start to systematize a lot of these things and you take a lot of the work out of it and you can just duplicate things over and over again and i think that that's where we really find the time freedom is when we create these processes and create ways to do things over and over again without having to put the same amount of effort that we did the first time we did it so that would be probably my biggest recommendation is just to really hone in on your processes
0: yep And uh, yeah, it's a good point, you know, talking about investing in ourselves for the first two years. Oh, I didn't even really complete that story. (laughs) I just realized at the beginning is that uh, what I put on my my Instagram post today was, you know, the first two and a half years of this, we've invested in our skills and advertising. But now this year, I focused on investing in assets uh, because, you know, I realized too, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be tied to transactional real estate. Uh, forever, you know, I want something that can grow and start building that up. And and I I truly believe multifamily uh, apartment complexes, from what I've just researched over the past couple of years, everything uh, is just is just a a really good path for me at least. Um, on top of that, I was able to acquire 200 acres in Belize, which that uh, is just a a dream. That's a dream. A project of mine that'll come down the road there's no rush on that but to be able to uh, you know get under uh, get closed you know assets under management to apartment complexes and 208 acres in Belize is just shifting now I'm shifting focus from okay and I'm not done investing in my skills or advertising, trust me. But the advertising now pretty much pays for itself, right? So um, you should never have an advertising budget. You should have a testing budget. You test certain uh, advertising strategies. And when as soon as they show you that they're profitable, you scale it. If they're not profitable, you cut it off. But you need to understand that very quickly and so you can move forward on that but otherwise you should never really have an advertising budget because if you can spend a dollar and make five why would you not spend a hundred a $1, thousand ten thousand dollars um be, you know as long as you can stay on that same return so uh for me this year that's just been uh something i've looked at is focusing on acquiring some assets and that really came from the motivation of <laughs> whenever i paid taxes this year as well so i knew, okay, all right. Yes, it's great to invest in skills and mentorship and and conferences, but uh, at the same time, it doesn't give you everything you need, uh, you know, on on that forefront. So whenever I paid taxes, I was like, "All right, now I know it's time to invest in assets. <laughs> we got to get rid of this, <laughs> get rid of this burden uh, very quickly." And like that, it, you know, it didn't happen overnight. Um, you know, I started my education on multifamily over a year ago. And it took, you know, just about a year to get the first deal under contract. Now, I wasn't in a rush. Uh, I wasn't trying to hyper like I did YouTube. Uh, but I believe you could hyper-learn multifamily as well. If you, st- if you put everything you could into studying it over the next 60 days, yeah, I think you could make a move on it sooner rather than later. But I still wanted to focus primarily on YouTube. I'm still a student of the game on that. Uh, I'm nowhere near mastery. So I'm, I want to continually focus my learning on that. And I just started to absorb uh, multifamily as a hobby, really kind of just taking it in here or there, reading a little bit here or there, a couple of podcasts here and there, went to a couple of multifamily events here or there. And then this year, the right opportunities popped up. And, you know, that's what made it all possible. So I was I was ready, but I had been preparing for this for, a, you know, a year. Um the Belize deal took me really over a year to close. That's funny as I went after that deal last year, but we couldn't come to a consensus on uh, you know, the deal. I was willing to walk away, I did walk away. And I came back a year later and I was able to get the property for 200,000 less than the year before. So it worked out in my favor, saved me $200,000. <clears> but, uh, and it still took over 90 days to close, You know, closing on a property like that. Uh, in a different country uh, you know all that good stuff things happen a little slower over there is still a 90-day close it took quite a bit and then especially when you wire you know uh, six figures multiple six figures and you wire that overseas it's a little in one chunk it's a it's a little stressful but uh, worked with the right people it all happened you know made it happen but uh, again And it's not a primary focus of mine, but it's something that I will start building up on the side. So, you know, that just really kind of all ties into planning, you know, thinking about thinking ahead of schedule, thinking ahead of your time about what's coming around the corner. What do we need to focus on? And that's why right now what you start working on is your content for fourth quarter is going to set the precedent and the momentum going into Q1. And so these are the types of things that you really want to focus on, uh, lean into, and, and work on, on building up there. So let me see. Uh, Suzanne, Suzanne, you're up here hanging out with us. Uh, Do you have a question or comment today? And where are you from? Or maybe you're just hanging out. So uh, let me see. Navid, what's up, Navid? How's it going, man? still still holding that slice of pizza man you've been ready to eat that thing for two years now uh,
3: slice slice of pizza man i it's hard levi how are you doing man <laughs> good how are cool? you not bad it's one of those identity things at this point right i'm like shit i can never change my picture because every time i see somebody that i only know online they're like oh shit you're the guy with the pizza in your picture so there you it's go it's kind of crazy
0: Um, Yeah man, just
3: hanging out. Everything's cool. I um, had a pretty long break from YouTube because I had my baby, but um, I released two videos the last couple weeks. Got another one that'll be released tomorrow. So just trying to get back into the swing of things, man. But it's all about consistency. I realized because after that whole year, I would go and search for a video and I wouldn't even be on the 10th page, you know. Um, All my videos just started going to nowhere so gotta get them back ranking again
0: yeah well glad to have you back man and yeah you just I mean that's the part of consistency is that does help the rest of your videos as well
3: right right for sure
0: cool well Kevin I saw you jump up here Uh, what's going on what's what's new in your world
2: hey Levi Um, can you hear me Yes, sir. Oh, okay. It's the first time I actually pushed the mic button. I want to show if it worked. Um, I, um, I, I, I'm I riddled with excuses. <laughs> it's time time for me to get started, but uh, I, I did have a setback. I had uh, some, some surgery, and I've not been working since May, and I'm looking forward to getting back to work in October, but I work in new home sales, so I will I want to take all the principles you've been applying or been teaching and been demonstrating, and I want to apply it to what I do at new home sales. And I'll tell you, uh, between physical therapy and laying around on a couch, physical therapy and more laying around on a couch, uh, my imagination has really gotten in front of me. And I came up with a lot of video content ideas, and uh, I just can't wait to apply them. So uh, it's time for me to get going. And stop listening about everybody else's success. It's time for me to to join the leadership board. So
0: uh, there it is. That's good. There it is. (laughs) Well, you you said it out loud now. You declared it. So (laughs) In a a room full of people.
2: I know. Hold me accountable. (laughs) Hold me accountable. The crazy thing is, is that, uh, and again, I've been out of of work since May. um, And I work in a community with America's Biggest Builder, and I get calls almost every other week from other agents that um, that are still at work, didn't have the double knee replacements that I just went through, and they called me every week asking me to review this social media piece or that social media piece. Uh, I have been the go-to guy, and, uh, and I just realized, I, I mean, I realized quite some time ago, I really don't know Diddley Squad, so... Uh, I'm enjoying your teachings. Uh, I, I, chuckle every time I meet somebody, uh, new and I, I tell them what I'm interested in doing and they say, have you heard of this guy named Levi?
0: Oh, nice. <laughs> so Levi, Levi's getting around. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's good I to hear.
2: <laughs> so, so there it is, man. Uh, so it's time for me to play catch up. So I'm looking forward
0: to that. Awesome. Well, uh, we're looking forward to helping you out. Also, I just pinned a new link at the top. Kevin, maybe if you want to come be a part of our... uh Part of our two-day event uh, here in two weeks in September, we're doing a two-day event. Uh, We're calling it Backstage, the Backstage Pass, and only 47 bucks. So if anybody's interested in that, we're going to be covering over two days uh, virtual. Yeah, virtual. We're going to be walking through pretty much everything you need to know. Um, It's going to be quite a bit, very extensive on there. We're going to cover a lot of things. What I like about this is... I've got the time. Yeah, I've got the time to talk about some stuff where every everywhere else I go, you know, these speaking events are really cool, but uh, I'm going to put you on mute real quick, uh, Kevin. Yeah, if, uh, just because you got a noisy background, but if, you're welcome to unmute and come back if you want. But yeah, speaking at uh, all these different opportunities, it's really great, but usually I'm limited to 20, 25, maybe 30 minutes. Uh, you know, if you get a keynote and they give you 45 or an hour, it, it's great, but it's still doesn't even scratch the surface on everything that that's involved in there, and so you know this two-day event we're doing here, really just in a couple of weeks in September, uh, forty-seven bucks. I think that's a, a steal of a deal, and and uh, we're going to be pulling back the curtain. You're going to be coming backstage with us on there. So if you're getting back into it, Kevin, maybe this is a good opportunity for you to check that out. You too, Navid. You, you need to come over there and check it out.
2: Help me in i'm going to click that link there you go i just signed up
0: awesome man uh let's see uh mark or uh mark you're new i guess you knew you knew on the new on the platform are you uh do you have a question or comment are you just hanging out with us?
2: hey i just uh like i mentioned i'm new to the whole platform and still in that school process and getting through the videos and then hey i was just wondering if there was a time i could talk with maybe i don't know, I think her name was kim or somebody just just to kind of get a feel for like the direction right after i get done with the uh all the like kind of I might call it classwork
0: yeah, I mean, we check in the check on the calendar, and you can book for today. I mean, we do a, a Tuesday afternoon call every day. Okay. Uh, that's or not every day a, a call every Tuesday afternoon uh, just for uh, just for our program uh, people. So oh,
2: I think I did. You know what? It's, it's a three o'clock. I think I actually did sign up for that. I'm just like I said. I'm still navigating around and getting feeling my way through and getting you know where your where the video of that, like this call I got on, and and so I did set up for one this afternoon. So I just, I'm just looking at my calendar. I've been on the run, but um, but that's great. Okay, um, answered question. I'll uh, look forward to talking to them this afternoon.
0: All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, let me see. Uh, Tracy, you're up here as well. What's going on with you? Are you just hanging out, or do you have a question?
1: Oh, I have a question. I love hanging out, but I actually have a question. <laughs> Okay. okay so I don't I don't know if this is a great platform but you'll be able to tell me after the question has been asked so my question is do you see any value in creating a video about why you've created the channel
0: uh, oh I, I don't I don't think so okay. I, I would just say probably not I mean the thing is is that the I mean, attention spans are short these days. But even though people go to YouTube to watch long-form content, you still need to capture them pretty quickly. So I think you let the banner. You know, we talk a lot about positioning the banner. That's why our banner uh, says what it says on there. Because if somebody sees that, they they should have an understanding of what the channel is about. And and also, I'm gonna I'm gonna get you on mute real quick, Tracy, as well, or maybe Mark. Um, just so we have the limit the the noise there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, and if they come to your channel and you have like the trailer and the featured video, you know, if they're unsubscribed, a trailer video is going to play automatically. And in my opinion, what I've just seen work better there is one of your regular videos. Um, And uh, like we have a pros and cons video on there for the trailer and a neighborhood tour for the featured and uh, it's been up there for we should probably change those out Uh, so but they're just really good because as soon as somebody comes to the channel it starts playing and it's kinda like hey here's Pros and cons of Frisco, Texas, one of our most popular neighborhoods. So it just kind of hits them out of the gate with value-driven again, right? I mean, this is what value uh, provided to them. This is uh, what we call service-based marketing over selfish-based marketing. So it's great. It's like, yes, I hear you, and m- maybe you have a really strong why, or you know, you're you're definitely there to help people, uh, and that's great. But does that video really serve? Um, you know, you versus them, and not that it serves you in a selfish way, although that's what we, we just want. We think about it in those terms. It's, it's not that you're being intentionally selfish, but this is what we talk about. It's one of the chapters in the book, Passive Prospecting, which is service versus selfish based. And so it's not that we're intentionally being selfish, but we want to think about it as like, what's the true value to the person, you know, and, and especially we're really kind of trying to capture that new viewer that comes to the channel and you know what the channel is about a video explaining that i mean if it's hey it's this is about real estate and my passion to help you buy or sell a home it's kind of like okay well i'm just researching right now you know i'm not i'm not ready for that or you know that's some, what we call sometimes uh, kind of like a premature sales pitch like we want to earn the value we know when we've provided enough content that provides them value they're they're going to reach out and so uh, I think just you want to stay on the normal uh, content that you're working on. And once you have up uh, one of those videos, put those um, put those on your channel as a trailer and a featured video.
1: Yeah, that makes total sense. And it's a mind shift from the old school thinking of how do I promote myself versus, as you've described, service uh, marketing, giving back. Um, and, yeah, we're moving away from here's my name, look at me and lights versus – Let's focus on the community because that's what truly helps the consumer. So mm-hmm. I, I just have to do a little mind shift, but <laughs> I'm getting
0: there. You go, um, there you go. So I saw something. I was just I st- uh, uh, let me see in the chat. Jennifer Jennifer Graf says just got my first lead seven hundred thousand dollars cash coming into Vegas in two weeks. Awesome, congrats Jennifer. That's amazing. Love those <laughs> those big ones that, as the very very first deal uh let's see uh oh hadley can't hear me uh please send rain to texas yes tom i hear you there we definitely need some rain uh let's see what uh, suzanne what are what are some conferences that i would recommend going to well i mean i always recommend usually your brokerage has a primary event I think every brokerage does. So I always recommend. I mean, I think it's always important to go to your primary brokerage event if they're doing something, and that's just good to, you know, run into influencers within your company. It's good to run into corporate staff from your company, and I mean, I just I, I love our our brokerage events. So that you know, you got to think about it. How many can you attend? How many can you um, afford? You know, what's in the budget? What What's in the time budget? So you want to think about that. If I can go to two conferences uh, this year, I would I would say probably your brokerage conference and a video marketing conference, or whatever skill it is you want to improve. And I'm assuming everybody in this audience wants to improve their video marketing skills. So I think it's good to check out uh, an outside conference, even outside of real estate. You know, you can go to. Uh, there's like VidCon or Vid Summit or Video Marketing World. Uh, you just google video marketing conferences. And uh, I'm disappointed cuz Vid Summit Vid Summit uh, yeah, I think Vid Summit the you know probably one of the best video marketing. It's the same week as as EXPCon in, in October that first week and Vid Summit's going to be here in Dallas. <laughs> so uh, that's a little disappointing because I wouldn't have to travel it's one of the best video marketing conferences gonna be here in Dallas and then we have to go to Vegas um, but maybe I just come back early and I can still hit that actually I should look at the dates of Vid Summit because even though I speak twice at EXPCON I'm gonna come back that's uh, I speak on Monday and Tuesday so I, I could come back Wednesday October 3rd through 5th yeah Vid Summit October 3rd through 5th in Dallas So I could try to come back the morning of the 5th, I, I presume, or Tuesday night. So anyways, that's what I would recommend. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Let's see. What are your thoughts? Okay, Tracy, I just answered that. Uh, Mary Kay, is this being recorded? Yes, we re- record all of these and they go on our podcast. Let's see. Many thanks mark uh okay Emily how soon Emily Benito what's up Emily says how soon can I start redoing my videos first 20 shot and I already want to remake them better like vlogs and pros and cons because I can now see how to improve yeah I mean I don't know I, I might focus on a little bit more of I might just focus a little bit, I mean, 20 videos, I think you're still in your infancy there, but maybe you just kind of stick to the list and, and continue to make some other videos and and maybe, yeah, maybe November, December, uh, you make some for 2024, you could have these videos. I would, you know, remove the date. If you wanted to remake them, I would remake them and, and do the new ones for 2024. And then these ones that you've made, if you've already made a pros and cons, then just, do pros and cons of that city and leave off the a date or a year time frame in there <clears throat> and and uh that would probably work out or i would just move on to some other suburbs or neighborhoods that you want to cover doo, doo, doo. let's see how uh let's see vanessa what's up vanessa how do we provide high level white glove service especially for high-end clients and how much should i budget for it Oh, I don't know. That may be out of my pay grade. Uh, Let's see. How do we provide high-level white glove service? I mean, I think that really comes down to you and what you're doing. I I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to answer that. Um, You know, we've got, we just got uh, this $2 million listing yesterday and, you know, we're going to spend a couple of thousand, um, probably about three to 4,000 on everything we're doing to get ready for that property, you know, and so that's, that's what we've budgeted for it about almost $4,000 just to really kind of put everything together as much as possible. But you know, white glove service, what I would recommend is that you want to, you should have an executive assistant. Now, if that's somebody that's virtual, then just make sure they're very personable. And you know, that's somebody that can help really stay in touch focus on, uh, catering to everything they need. That way, if you're servicing other clients and they, or somebody reaches out, they can get back to them immediately. I mean, I think there's all kinds of things to do. I mean, that may just be, that could be a whole podcast episode in itself, but <clears throat> I don't know if I'm the person to answer that anyways, because I don't, you know, Travis is, you know, he deals on, on that side of it. Um, I kind of stay out of that portion of it. Um, so, it's hard for me to say. Uh, Luke says, "Yeah, we're using, yeah, we're using LiftOff agent. Yeah, we have if you click on the bottom, if you go to our website, if you like it, go to our website at the very bottom, click on the little LiftOff icon, I suppose, and then that should take you to uh, Norman's calendar, I believe, and He's a good friend of ours, but yeah, they they build really cool websites, and and, uh, I think it's really good for what you need to do, and you should have a website. So yeah, I mean, if you want the path of least resistance, absolutely. I would go that route and book a call with them. Uh, Didi says, am I able to get in at four and just listen to the other questions? I suppose, yes. If you're in our program, then you have access to that. It's in the calendar.
1: Yeah, we we actually don't have one today. Our next one is next Tuesday, but signups are open for that. So if you want to hop in on that, we do require that you do submit a question, though. So please do come with a question. You're welcome to stay for the other answers. But that just helps us make sure that we have, you know, answers to all of your questions. And if we need to research anything before we come based on your channel, it just helps us be more prepared for the call. So, yeah, you will need to submit a question.
0: Yep. Justin, my man Justin Conoco. when I grow up, I want to be like Justin. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Justin's like one of the, the coolest dudes in real estate, you know? I mean, it's uh it's pretty amazing. So for those of you that don't know Justin, he's down there. He's on his phone just listening. That's funny though, Navid. He's had the same uh he's had the same picture since I've known him on Clubhouse as well. On uh, sitting on that phone doing some deals, making some business, but what you know, the funny thing is, is that uh, Justin was, I would say, really the genesis of a lot of what you see today. Uh, you know, from us because you know he's such a giver and a connector that he's somebody you definitely want to be involved with. And, but he also doesn't take those relationships lightly. So that's something else, uh, you know, he's always there to help, but you, you have to have good intentions as well. And, you know, when I first got on clubhouse, um, two years ago, I mean, I, I really kind of hung out in YouTube rooms the first few months I was on clubhouse. I didn't go to real estate rooms because I wasn't trying to learn real estate. I wanted to learn YouTube. And so when I started to venture into real estate rooms, and I, I don't know, I might have met Justin initially in a YouTube room and uh, may have been a real estate room, but uh, just I spoke once or twice and it was enough for Justin to say, hey, you know what? I, I you know, sounds like a good guy. And so we just connected and, and started a conversation. And then they were running this charity event and him and this other lady, Julie, uh, you know, invited me over to that. A charity event to where I got to speak, I think for like five minutes and really offered like a coaching session, you know, as charity, I was like, okay, we'll do a couple of coaching sessions for charity. They were raising some money. I forget what that was for, but I was new. I was brand, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I could, I could, you know, I could coach a couple of things on YouTube, even though I was very early on in the journey, but it was enough to just give me a little bit of exposure. And in that room that day was Giselle and Giselle Ugardi. And then she heard me speak for like five minutes. And and then they they uh, they they opened up this event in Atlanta. And it was one of the very first events coming back from COVID. So uh, this was like August of 2020, I think it was. So Atlanta, Dallas, you know, very few markets were open throughout the country. And I I booked a ticket. I wasn't invited to speak, but I booked a ticket because I was like, okay, well, I, I met a lot of these people on clubhouse. It'd be kind of cool to get out and just meet them. And I'm going to go and hang out and just listen and learn. They actually had another YouTube speaker lined up. And I was like, cool, that's somebody I can, uh, I'll be interested in hearing. But that YouTube speaker pulled out, uh, canceled kind of last minute, I think two days before the event. And Giselle, because she had heard me speak because of Justin, then you know, she called me up and said, Hey, I saw your, you know, you're on the roster. Are you going to be in Atlanta? And I was like, yeah, I am. I said, I'll, I'll definitely be there. And she said, well, our YouTube speaker, our first choice dropped out. Would you like to be backup? (laughs) You know? And I was like, yeah, sure. I was like, great. I'll, I'll do that. And I hadn't, I had no presentation. So I had to put something together like in two days. And, and that was the first speaking opportunity that I got, and, you know, from there, it's just been a, a compound effect. And, uh, you know, so it was, it's uh, it's really cool. Uh, Justin, I, I appreciate you, man. And uh, how you doing today?
4: I'm good, man. Very kind words. Uh, I w- wanted to pop up to let people know that, you know, regardless of all the nice things you said about me and Giselle and everybody else, you actually did the thing, right? And I think I do guard. My co sign and my relationships very closely because there's people that don't necessarily have great intent. But what I will open the door for for sure are practitioners, right? And imagine if you had not taken those opportunities or went and found those opportunities. A lot of times people just think, You're so lucky because look at the following that you have, that's why you succeed. I'm like, No, no, he actually. Like, did the actions consistently enough, wasn't scared of putting himself in uncomfortable positions, and now he has the success that he has. And I I wanted to encourage everybody watching this that imagine if you didn't press record, you're actually robbing yourself and the world of the opportunity to become the person that you want to be, right? So kudos to you. Um, I, I really do respect practitioners quite
2: a bit.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. And, uh, you know, that's something I'll, I'll get into a little bit in our our two day event as well is is I'll get a, a good section. You know, I really want to really want to tell the story of 2020 because the you know what I faced in 2020 with it wasn't just losing my business. Uh, you know, when I only have 20 minutes to talk, that's kind of how I highlight you know 2020. Well, I lost my business because of COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> I worked with schools, I worked with teachers and and uh you know, schools shut down and that's just very very surface level. The behind the scenes everything that happened over 2020 was so interesting. I mean, yeah, I went from really really down depressed I could say you could say depression for like 30 days I mean it was when that all happened April of 2020 I was I was pretty down on myself for about 30 days now it wasn't uh, it wasn't probably what most people experience I think I just had a really bad attitude and you know it it took about 30 days for me to kind of snap out of that and say you know what Um, somebody's gonna win Either the devil's gonna win on this deal or or I'm gonna do something and change and, and I'm going to win. And that's what the decision came down. And just the 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 series of events that happen over 2020 and into 2021 are really completely unbelievable. But the cool thing is, is I've got documentation of of all of it. Not on purpose, but just I just have the documentation that really kind of lays out that story and over overcome some 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 crazy odds, you know, especially when the odds are not in your favor. And that's what I just encourage everybody, you know, this day and age is that things are challenging, especially this this market. You know, I mean, this, this market for the last year now has been extremely challenging. I mean, transactions are down 20 to 50%, depending on your area, just by default. So, You know that that's extremely tough to navigate and you know if you don't uh, if you don't have that plan in place if you're not uh, being the most visible agent in your area which that may not be through video you can be extremely visible on the phone or through postcards or uh, through networking i mean it just depends you're just going to have to do more i believe than what you did at the beginning of last year and that's where you have to make those decisions. Either the current market is going to win or you're going to win. And it, are you doing everything you could do um, to, to, to beat that and to beat this market and to, and to come out? Because I think on the other side of this is a lot of opportunity, a lot of opportunity. But it's only going to be there for those that, that can work through this. So, uh, you know, Justin is just you know, he's been in the business for quite some time and he's seen it come and seen it go. And, and, you know, I know he focuses on those relationships and staying visible in his own ways as well, but also running a tight ship and, and protecting his time. I mean, that's something else that you have to be very mindful of. And, and there's uh Justin, let me ask you, as we kind of wrap up here, um, you know, what, what are some things you know, video or non-video related or just overall, I mean, you've got quite a bit of experience and you've seen these types of things. So what would be some, some, something good for people to really try to understand to navigate this fourth quarter where we know things are going to get even more interesting and not possibly in a good way. And then, you know, to come out through and and make 2024 a, a great start.
4: Yeah. So a few things, one, What you're doing now, you won't actually see the results until like April or May, right? So I would definitely encourage people that this is the greatest opportunity of all time for you to go into your database, talk to past clients, and just develop habits around generating business for the spring, right? I think that's one thing I would say is, you know, all things will not last. And in the spring, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so crazy. I wish I had time to slow down. So like take advantage of this time now. Second thing I would say is stop thinking you need to do everything. Right? people get stuck in paralysis by analysis when they're buying houses because there's too many options. You get stuck in paralysis by analysis because you think there's too many things you need to do. I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to do Alex Hormozzi style reels. I'm going to kill it on Twitter and LinkedIn. You try and do everything, you do nothing. Right, Levi's found success because he even said it earlier. He doesn't handle this the client care side of the business because this is not his focus. Right, so I would say just get focused on, like, look at your past client deals and then look at all the ones that make you feel like an 8 out of 10 7 not an option, 6 or below is not an option, 8 out of 10 and where did you get those deals right? and then look at that as what you're going to focus on then the last tip I'd give you is the one thing nobody wants to actually do and it's the consistency piece but it is also how everybody that I admire has found success and here's something encouraging around consistency, it only takes 18 minutes a day to develop a skill at something. Now the challenge is you have to put in at least 18 minutes a day developing that skill. I don't care if it's fly fishing, jujitsu, calling people on the phone or creating YouTube videos, put something in your calendar, call it prospecting, learning, or you know, doing the actual things you need to do, eighteen minutes a day and stick to that consistently. Enough for a long enough time, and you will find success. You can't not. It would be unreasonable to not find success if you actually applied yourself.
0: That's awesome. <clears throat> well, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Justin. I appreciate you jumping in, uh, as always. and And uh, one of these days, we'll just meet in person.
4: <laughs> World Tour twenty twenty four is it's happening. You're on the list, so uh, I'll link
0: up when I'm in your neck of the woods. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna leave venture outside of Canada, eh? I yeah, sure am. Wait, which area are you... Hold on a second real quick. Actually, I'm going to be... I've never been to Canada before, and I'm going to be there the next two weeks in a row. Where are you going? I'm going to Vancouver um, tomorrow, and then next week I'll be mm-hmm. in Calgary.
4: Oh, no, yeah, you're not close to me at all. So I am in London, Ontario, which would be kind of the heart of our market. We cover the whole southwestern tip of Ontario, so just north of Michigan, i'll be in florida actually for five weeks in a little bit um but yeah my my world tour kind of meet and greet you zach chazelle i gotta meet up with sir hand that crew again like all that's been put off for the last couple years because i've just been head down in operations that is going to be 2024 so you're on the list buddy
0: what you doing in florida for five weeks and i'm looking forward to seeing you that's awesome
4: yeah so we have some personal stuff we have to handle down there and then we, we have business partners down there that we haven't seen like since pre-covid so going back down there we, we had talked about incorporating in florida as well too not because i'm planning on trading it all down there we send a lot of business to florida um but we have some stuff in the media space that we we may be doing stateside so if we're going to set up a corp it'll be
0: in florida okay cool Well, all exciting. I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. And, uh, man, just always appreciate you. Um, And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for today. Chrissy, any uh, final thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up on?
1: Not really. I think overall, just get ready for an awesome fourth quarter. It is what you make it today, just like Justin and Levi have said. I mean, everything that you prepare for ahead of time, you really won't see those results for months after you actually put in the effort. So just make make the most of the time. If things are down right now, go do something with the time that you have. There's always opportunities in every season. So.
0: All right. Appreciate everyone. And uh, yeah, one last chance to click the link above if you want to join our two-day event for 47 bucks. That's it. And uh, we will uh, hopefully see you there. And if we don't, then hopefully we'll see you on YouTube very soon. Have a great day.
1: Bye, guys. Take
0: care. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in partnering with us to access our YouTube course and coaching at no cost, schedule a call at assetprospectingpartner.com.